Welcome to St. James Lutheran Church in Chicago. My name is Pastor Joel Hess, and it's my privilege to talk about Jesus and the hope and the peace we have in Him. Uh, please enjoy the following message. And if you like, uh, support the mission of God here in this area by going to our webpage, stjames-lutheran.org. Jesus says to Peter, You are the rock. Peter's name was Simon. It wasn't rock. It wasn't Peter. It was Simon. And if you were Jewish, you would hear heard Jesus say, You are Rocky. He's the first Rocky. And then he makes a play on words. You're the rock, and on this rock is confession of the fact that Jesus is the answer, the Christ. I'm going to build my church and not even the gates of hell will overcome it. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. So as I was uh, getting the bulletin ready, work with people, what are we going to do, our theme, getting the cover, you know, looking at that, we're Sarah Henning uh, on the cover, and we're talking about how many years, I think I texted Mrs. Meyer there, how many years, 163, 163, okay, put that in. In the meantime, we're all stressing out about we have been, as I said, all the openings that we're doing, all the in-person stuff we're doing to keep us safe. At the same time, we really believe strongly as St. James to do what we can to be in person safely for the benefit of you in many different ways, let alone our school. We're stressing out. You don't even want to know the work that's gone into this. Sam was in the first service, our chairman of the school board, and the, the conversation and the back and forth and, and the fears and, and all the talk about what are we going to do, how are we going to do it, whether or not we're going to be in person even. And I'm looking at this 163 years. Holy cow. What has St. James School seen in what environment has St. James opened their school up if we think this is a tough time now? Let's look at it. 163 continuous years of opening the school and giving people a fantastic academic education centered in Jesus. The Civil War. School's open. I'd seen nothing to say it wasn't. It was open. World War I, school was open every year. The Great Depression, an economic devastation that, that this, these are tough times, by the way, if you're having them, they definitely are. That was crazy. The school was, you can say it, open. World War II, school was open. Civil rights struggles, death of a president, death of Martin Luther King, Robert Kennedy, the tumult of the 60s, Vietnam War, crazy times, much like now, the school was open. Disco. The school was still open. 9-11 is closer to home. St. James is, by the way, too, Miss Meyer has not been here these 163 years. So I just want to make sure she knows this. <laughs> School was open. Coronavirus, guess what? We're going to be open. We're going to be in person, 
safe, well-prepared, excellent caution and precautions have been made by uh, Ms. Meyer and all the teachers. And quite frankly, if you have to shut down, we're going right online perfectly like we did in the spring. But you know what? We are going to be open. And definitely I can say it's because we've had tremendous talent at St. James to make these things happen. And courage and planning and, and preparation and skills to go forward throughout all these very difficult times. And just think about the litany of that I just gave you. These are tough times now, but my goodness, we've been there before. If you look at the history of the church overall, guess what? When it comes to this, been there, done that. We have experience as God's church to be open in difficult times. In fact, I would suggest that's why we exist. Maybe not a global problem, but maybe in people's personal travesties. The church, our ministry of the school is open. And it's not just because we got great people that have led us, but ultimately it's what Jesus says to Peter. You see, this is actually God's school. This is God's community of St. James. It's not yours, it's not mine. It's his. And it's here to do a job. And he tells Peter this, to loosen, to unbind, and to break down walls, and to free people. Look what Jesus says to, uh, to Peter. So Peter, uh, you know, Jesus says, who do you say I am? He tells all the disciples. And Peter, of course, as he likes to do, assume leadership. <laughs> and he speaks for all of them. And he says, you are the Christ. Which means the guy, the one, the answer. The son of the living, I love that, the living God. Meaning he's always open. And then Jesus looks at him and says, Simon, you're not Simon anymore, son of Jonah. You are Rocky. And on this rock, this confession of faith, I'm going to build my church. Not you, not me, not Miss Meyer, not these teachers. God's the one that has built this community. God's the one that has built this school and all the ministries you do here at St. James. And then he says this, and not even the gates of hell will prevail against it. Now, I remember as a kid thinking, why would gates attack something? And is that, was that a weapon back in the day? Now, as kids, I can see, like, grabbing a gate and just hitting people with it. Is that what they did? You know, I never understood, like, how could gates, why, is that a, is that a uh, you know, is that a weapon? But think about it, it's not. Gates are a defensive mechanism. Gates are used to protect and keep in from things coming at it. What Jesus is saying is, the gates of hell will not prevail against it. His church is not supposed to be a fortress that you sort of sink back in and escape from the world and protect yourself from those evil people. The church is the aggressor. The church is the one going forward and not staying behind. And the church is the one that's going even into the gates of hell. Why? To release people from their fears of death or a job or a coronavirus. To release people, as he literally tells Peter, from their sins, from their shame and their guilt and their embarrassment. Because that's what Satan does. That's what evil does. It puts up walls and gates it wants you all to be, and this has 
been done very well, hasn't it, through social media and the pandemic. A perfect storm has been created where people are more insulated within themselves than ever before. That's what sin does. Satan wants you to think because of your sin, you're a freak, you're a monster. Who would love you? Who would forgive you? Or maybe it's health, or maybe it's all these fears, but he wants you to be in your own little fortress. That's what hell might even be. And the job of his church and the school is a punch. Is to not sink back, but go forward and punch down those walls. Jesus has built us and he sends us and he leads us, by the way. Just like, if you remember when Christ rose again from the dead in chapter, uh, the end of all the gospels, right? He rises from the dead. But in John, John tells us the disciples were scared and they were up in the upper room and the doors were locked. Gates of hell. And they're afraid. What does Jesus do? Goes right in. What does he say? Peace be with you. And when he says this, it's not, hey, how you doing? I'm risen. Death is conquered. You will rise too. You don't need to be afraid of those enemies out there. You don't need to be afraid of death. And peace be to you. Sin's forgiven. You can't sin more than God can forgive. There is no sin that is not forgiven by the blood of Christ. Peace be with you. And he breaks down the gates of hell that they put up themselves. And that's what he sends us to do. St. James, through all the ministries, but especially today, we're talking about the school. Because ultimately, that's that goal. And man, our families need it more than ever, don't they? And we've been doing this through every travesty and calamity and difficulty ever before. And we're going to do it again this year. You know, also in John, Jesus says, uh, chapter 8, 31 through 33, if you are my disciple, you will abide in my word. You will you'll hang out in my word. My word is truth. It's not an opinion. It's not a feeling. It's not even a pretty good probability. His word is certain it is truth. And the truth will set you free. Just like when you break down those gates and you take out the prisoners and you're free. And that means a lot of things, doesn't it? I mean, number one, that means the truth of Jesus means you are free from worrying about your sins. The truth of Jesus means you are free from worrying about death. The truth of Jesus means you have peace between you and God, and you don't fear the future. You are freed to make mistakes. You are freed to sin. Not on purpose, because you want to, but you don't live. The whole point of the Christian life is not... Figuring out what you can't do. But it's just going forward and loving your neighbor. Not afraid of screwing up. And what is truth? It's Jesus' words. Very important here. It's not your words. It's not your feelings or opinions. Or whatever you're using for your news source. (laughs) 
Jesus' words. If there's anything you can count on, you see, is Jesus' words. And at the school, we do a great job of teaching truth. We're here to do that. And not just Jesus' word, right? We have a far above, I think, par excellence education in mathematics and biology, you know, and sciences and uh, reading and uh, using logic and all these things. These are truths, right? We tell our kids truth about how 2 plus 2 equals 4. Is that still what we do? Becky, is that do we still do that? Okay, good. So how does a flower grow? How to read. And when I say how to read, I don't just mean words. That's part of it. But how to think and use truths and be in, in, and inquire yourself to figure out what truth is. That's the beauty of the school. It does a fantastic job of learning truth and using truth and finding the truth and having the tools to be able to do that, which is huge nowadays more than ever. Critical thinking. Holy cow. We need that. But there are some other schools I think probably do just a good job there. What sets St. James apart is that all this is grounded in a truth. That unlike any of those other truths, because at some point your math skills will fail you. Maybe Mrs. Meyer doesn't believe so because she loves math. <laughs> but at some point math ain't going to work for you. At some point, the great skills and talents you're going to have, and my goodness, we have so many successful students that come out of here, successful in school, successful in career, but at some point, no matter how successful you you are, you're going to mess up, you're going to screw up, you're going to lose that job, you're going to be disappointed, you're going to be frustrated, you're going to quit, you're going to, you're going to hurt your marriage, you might get a divorce, you might lose a kid. No matter how much you know, how many skills you have, how, many, how much successful you are, all those other truths, as great as they are, and they are wonderful because God gave them to us, ultimately will let us down. But a St. James, it's a Christian school, not because we do these and then we do this other class over here called religion. No, the truth of Jesus is the center. It's the rock. It's not just taught in a class. But it's lived out. And these people here are not just uh, teachers. They are ministers of St. James. They are being sent today to be the people of God, to be Christ in their classrooms as they teach their subjects, but also as a kid has a problem or a challenge and you get to talk about Jesus and we get to solve our problems with forgiveness and we, get to, and we can encourage our kids to have compassion and we can tell them they're free of their sins and they're free of their worries and you're going to be okay. What other, what other school can tell for certain to the kids coming to school this year especially you're going to be alright. Christ has conquered death. You're going to be fine. We can say that for sure. Isn't that awesome? And by the power of Jesus' words, kids leave here ready to lead, ready to serve, but they leave here free with hope and with peace that cannot be taken away from an economy, that cannot be taken away from death itself. Holy cow. I'm starting to sell myself on this school. <laughs> it really is. Let me tell you, I promise you, these people do it. I can't say enough. It is not just a place where you do this sort of secular world and over here you have your little religion class. We, we live that life and my God, every day we get on our knees and pray, don't we? With devotion and go to that truth that's Jesus' work because we need it too.
So as we go forward here today, we open up this week, and we're all a little afraid, and you're afraid of sending your kids, and teachers are a little, are we doing this right? And I'm a little afraid, not just the school stuff, but all the other, this right here, are we doing this well, are we being safe? We should do our best, you guys do your best, work hard, but ultimately we stand on the rock that is Christ, and we're doing the right thing. Because we're not here to make money. We're not here to simply grow the school or grow the church. We are here, as Jesus says, to unbind people. To, to give hope and peace where there was not before. And what's really awesome is that this city needs our students more than ever. This city needs leaders and servants who are courageous in what is right, not afraid about doing what is right, who are compassionate, who see others first, and who are always full of hope no matter how down things might be. Our students hopefully will be the ones that always bring a little hope to that meeting, to that family, to their community. Would you pray with me? Let's pray. Dear Lord, Heavenly Father, uh, we lift up to you, St. James, our school especially right now. We pray for Miss Meyer and her leadership and all the work and stress that goes into the, all the little moving parts and keeping things safe and at the same time an enriching uh, environment, Lord. And we pray, we pray for her. We pray for all of our uh, teachers. Protect them and bless them. May we have joy this year, actually. Not just getting by, but may we have joy. We lift up to you all of our students, that they are safe, but they also have a, a rich education. They learn all the skills of creation, and they learn about the Creator. And the one who loves them. And our families and all their nervousness, Heavenly Father. Keep us safe. Give us peace. May this year go successfully, beautifully, wonderfully, fruitfully. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.